0: we're, Okay, now we're live because I'm also periscoping this uh, program as well. So hi, everyone in Periscope land. Uh, And if I don't see everybody either in the comments or in the Periscope, forgive me because we're doing a live interview with Biba Padron on Blab. And so I'm going to focus most of my time and attention on her. Lots of great questions and feel free to ask questions. If you want to join us, if you're looking on Periscope and you'd like to join us on Blab, IM, you can find us at Heidi Richards um uh, blab i am heidi richards and you will find today's uh live re- live uh, broadcast so let me tell you a little bit about biba but first let me tell you who i am my name is heidi richards mooney i am the founder of redhead marketing inc and also women of women in e-commerce we have an event coming up called the golden mouse awards we we do this every year we honor women who do uh, tremendous business on the web and so all of our guests currently are focusing on how they manage their businesses on the web in various aspects. And so today I have the honor of interviewing a past honoree, Biba Padron, who is also known lovingly as the Connection Queen. And uh, Biba uh, is the author of Start Your Dream Business Today and Stop Pitching and Start Networking, both number one bestsellers on Amazon. And in fact, years ago, I met Biba online through a book I found of a networking book she had written. And I reached out to her and we became fast friends. And then luckily for me, she moved to South Florida a few years ago and we actually got to connect in person. So it's really amazing how you meet these people online and then you get the opportunity to give them not a virtual hug, but a real hug and shake their hands and just get to know them. So Biba, welcome. Thank you for being here
1: today. Thank you. Thank you. Me for me. Having me. And actually what interesting is that, that I think, think every first, first second interview, two, I, first. interview I did was with you in two thousand four, two thousand five, I think, when you asked me to do the interview for the magazine. That was my first or second interview only. And I was so I said, Wow, somebody find me and ask for my interview. And today, we do my first blab and my first Periscope. So I do the first with you all the time. Oh, wow.
0: You know what? I feel so honored because you did. Oh, my goodness. This is this a historical moment for everybody listening. It is definitely history in the making. Abiba, I'm truly honored because I've learned a lot from you over the years. You truly are the connection queen. So tell everybody a little bit more about yourself.
1: Okay. So for people who don't know me yet, so they will probably notice my accent. So I'm French. Uh, I moved to the United States in 2003 and uh, just because I was a dream when I was a little girl to move to the United States. So actually I didn't know how I would be able to get there. And for a few years I went only for vacation. Then I tried to find a job and then I realized finding a job was easy, but getting a visa was not the easiest part. So one day I decided that uh, I will start my own business in France. And actually, the reason why I did it also, it's because one day I wanted to come for two weeks in vacation in the US and my boss didn't want to let me go. And I said two weeks is way too long. So I said, no, no, that's the day that I decide that I will be my own boss. So that way nobody will tell me what I can do. So I did a few research and I actually quit my job on a Friday evening to start a business on Monday morning just to be able to be to have the freedom to travel whenever I wanted. So I said, that way, one day I can bring my business to the United States. So I started in 1998 as a virtual assistant because I had, since I started from Friday to Monday, I had no clients, no saving. I I, I used to make a lot of money at that time, but I was also spending all the money. <laughs> I never saved any money at that time. So I had no money. I had no, I, I did pretty much didn't know how to use a computer And i didn't know what it was to be an an entrepreneur because i didn't have entrepreneur around me but i said i want to start something where i just need a computer internet which it was the beginning of internet at that time and a phone and i want to be able to transfer my business at some point wherever i am so i built a business in france for two years and after two years i came back to the us and i did a test for two weeks uh, and I actually, within six months, I changed from VA, virtual assistant, to telemarketing company. And then two years later, I call off my clients. I say, you know what? I'm going to go to New York for two weeks, but it's not a vacation. I will continue to do the work. I continue to do the phone calls for you, do the report, and do everything for you. And then I wanted to see if it will work and if I can take my business to New York. And then when I came back after two weeks, the people said, oh, by the way, when are you going in vacation to New York? And I said, well, it was not vacation. I just came back. And they they were actually amazed that the work was done the same way that when I was in France. So then starting from there, I went back and forth three months in New York, three months in in, um, in Paris, <clears throat> time to find a way to get the visa again. Uh, but that way, during my back and forth, I discovered uh, something because I went to I wanted to learn how to do business the American way. So I went for three months. I spent my three months during the summer at the library to read every books on marketing, communications and everything on how to do business the American way. And then on every book, pretty much I heard the word networking. And at that time, we didn't have networking in France, so I didn't know what it was. So I learned more and then I read a book about networking and then I attended events. And my first events, actually, I stay less than a minute. Because there's in a bar there's so many people, I was so scared. I didn't really speak English at that time. And I'm a very shy person, which people don't want to believe me, but I'm really shy. So I don't like when there's a lot of people. So I took my name tags, I look around the bar, and I left in one minute. But then I, and I continued to read some more books. And then I realized that, you know, every book saved, you know, in the United States, 80% of the job were fine with networking. And people who are entrepreneurs also find their clients through networking. So I decided to go back and then to at least talk to one person and then the second time two people. And then I realized that one way to solve my problem first that I didn't pretty much speak English at that time. So it was difficult when there's a lot of people. And then the fact that I was shy and I don't know how to talk to people, I said, I will organize my own events. That way I can organize, I can start my own business and I will get my visa with that. So that's how I started it, and I organized events in New York, actually, for five years.
0: So, wow. And, you know, it's just a perfect uh, testimony to we can overcome anything. And and the, the challenge for you was the not being able to speak English and the fact that you were shy, as I like to say, an introvert. And the simple thing is that an introvert is just a person who prefers to be with themselves. They get their own energy internally as opposed to extroverts, which tend to get in their energy from other people. I'm an introvert too. And people ask me all the time, well, you've started all these organizations. How can that be? And it's just that I love helping people. And I know you're the same way. And I think that that's one of the things. And when you work for yourself, you find ways not only to help yourself, but to help others in the Mm -hmm. process. Uh, So then it evolved from this networking queen, To, uh, I know you had the Be Before uh, Network and you had, um, and then, of course, the, the uh, as I said, the, the Connection Queen, uh, people knew you as the person they could go to uh, to meet other people. So then how did that evolve into like internet marketing, for instance, because you were doing uh, more of the virtual assistants and, you know, helping other people. Then how did you start doing internet marketing?
1: Actually, just because when I started in the US, you are not, I organized the events, but I was not planning to do anything else. I saw that I will just organize events. But then within two years, people realized that we could see my name pretty much everywhere. And you know, you find me, I don't know how at that time, 10 years ago, but you find me. Uh, so and then people say, "Well, how did you do it?" Because we know that when you arrived two years ago, you didn't speak English and you didn't know anybody. And now we can see your name everywhere. And as you say, the name of my company is Viva for Network. We can see your logo everywhere. I <clears throat> say, so, "How are you doing it?" And I didn't have the feeling that I was doing something specific. But I said, "Well, if people say they see me everywhere, means probably I'm doing something correctly, something right." And then so. People were asking me. So I said, okay, you know, I was telling people, this is what I do. This is what I do. So I was just giving, like, some advices. And then at some point, I work, I started working with a coach. And he said, well, if everybody is asking you, it means you have a secret. So you have to tell your secrets. I said, I don't have any secrets. Said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you just tell them what you do. So I cre- in 2006, I created my first program, Power of Networking Secrets. And I recorded, I think it was six or nine audios at that time. And I said, OK, so this is the N plus a workbook. I said, OK, this is a program. You buy the program. You want to know what I'm doing. So buy the program. And that's it. Again, I didn't know that I was I would do something else after that. But then people bought the program and said, OK, now we know what you do, but we want you to help us to do it and to implement everything you're doing. So for me, the same way that I was helping people, connecting people, it was always helping people. But at some point, I realized that helping people and giving them help with a business, it's called being a coach. So I said, okay, so I guess I become a coach. So that's how I started it. And then Internet grew, and then social media arrived. And then so I like also to connect with people again. So and then I had the same question again. How are you doing it? We can see you everywhere on social media and we see you everywhere in French and in English. So do you spend the whole time on social media the whole day? And then at some point I say, absolutely not. I spend 15 minutes a day on social media. People say, that's not possible. You can't be 15 minutes a day and we see you everywhere. I said, well, but you just need a system. The same way that I teach a system for networking and a follow-up system, you just need a system for social media. So that's really how I get into all of these. And I love internet. And actually it's really funny because I didn't go to France for the last eight years. And three years ago, I decided to kind of switch the business more to the French market because everything was growing at that time about social media. They didn't really talk about social media three, four years ago. So I decided to start coaching in the French market. And the reason why I like social media and internet is because even if I never go over there for the last three years, 90% of my clients are from French-speaking countries. So there's so many things that you can do with internet and with social media that today, whatever is your business... You really have to be on internet, and I remember one of my friend, one of my first French clients. She actually had a store, and she sells candies. And you know, when I told her, I said, "Well, you know, you will you will have to start on Facebook." And she said, "How Facebook will help me with my store? I mean, people won't buy the candies from Facebook." Well, today, two years later, eighty percent of her sales comes from Facebook. And she lives in very small island in France, so she's not even selling everywhere, just in the island uh, <clears throat> close to Africa. And then uh, with social media, learning how to use social media, you know, that's how we build her branding. We build everything with with Facebook, and that's how she gets her clients. So I think that today, whatever you want to do, whether your business is online or not, you definitely need to use internet marketing and the web and social media in order to grow your business. And if you're not there, you're losing a lot of money on the table.
0: Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I tell every client I have that uh, if you're not, and, and I have, I still have a few clients who are very resistant to be part of certain social media networks. Some don't like Facebook, some don't like uh, Twitter, some don't like LinkedIn. And, you know, we try to create these integrated campaigns to help people and show them that they all kind of work together. Now, there are some that work better than others for certain mm-hmm. industries. And, um, you know, like Lincoln's probably better for financial advisors and, you know, the financial industries, uh, the legal industries. Uh, but, you know, there are ways to use all of these tools. So I, I really Absolutely agree with you. So I want to switch gears a little bit. And I want to talk a little bit about joint ventures and online events, because I know you're also the queen mm-hmm. of those things. I know that you've done a lot of joint ventures. I've worked with you on a couple. I've been involved in some of your online events, So so tell the audience, what are the, the, some of the steps that you need to take to reach out, like say to potential joint venture uh, collaborators and partners? Yeah,
1: partnership is very important. And that's one of the first thing that I teach in the first program that I created in 2006, because you can, you can promote one to one, but then you know, it will take a long time to get your business, get up the ground. So to do the partnership, it's a very interesting. And I say that to all of my clients, people are scared to ask others. And I had the session, a coaching session with the clients this morning. And actually, when we did last month, she said, I can't ask this person because they're well known. So they won't they won't have any interest in me, they will say no if I ask for an interview, if I ask to, to promote something, they will say no. And I say, How do you know? They will say no. You don't know until you ask. So even if people are you think that they're very higher than you, the more the celebrity or the visibility, whatever in, in your business. You have to ask people, you know, if you're good in your business, if you're good in what you do, even if you start the business, maybe you can bring them something. So, of course, you don't contact people and say, Well, do you want to sell my product and I give you commission? Well, that won't work. But you have to show them that you know what they do, you know um, how they do it, you have any interest in what they do. And then when you contact them, you know, they will probably check on you to see if you're professionals. And then you may contact 10 people and only two of them say yes, but then that's two more two more partners. And you can do so many things with that, and then suddenly you're not the only one promoting your business, but you have other people. And then when you do interview, for example, I recommend people to do interview all the time because then you it shows that you're with the movers and the shakers. So if you interview a lot of people, once again it shows that you're very connected. And some people think, you know, I can't contact this person because they will say no. And at first, of course, I did the very same things, but I realized and it's it's becoming easier in France, but in the US, I think that was easier because when I moved like in 2003 in the US, I started doing seminars in New York and I did seminar also for the networking, but also because I have another company where I help French people to start the business in the US. So I was doing seminar on how to start a business on how or how to find a job in the US and I Realized that nobody knew who I was and I had people kind of famous who came to do a seminar for like 15 or 20 people And at that time I had no money. So I said I can't pay you I can't do anything. I just can't ask you to come. Do you want to give some advice and everybody said yes I never had anybody who said no and then when we finished the seminar, said, oh, that was fun When can I come again? So and they came back again and they always (laughs) say yes. So and I had the experience again It was last year when I relaunched the book, Start Your Business today, I wanted to give some bonuses with the book. So I said, who could I interview that would tell me on networking, on business or something that I work with the book? So I contacted different people. I even contacted Oprah. We never know. Well, of course, she didn't reply. But next time, maybe. I don't know. So but I contacted like about six people and two of them reply like immediately. And I know that you know him, but Bob Berg, Replied within 30 minutes. He doesn't know who I am. He has no clue on who I am. I sent him an email, a nice email. I said, well, you know, I know you for, for a few years already. I read different of your books. This is what I'm doing. I would like to do a bonus for my book, a bonus for my book, and I'll do a series of interviews. Well, he said yes. And we had, I have a, an hour interview with him. Same thing with Ivan um, Meissner, the founder of BNI. I mean, he's here and I'm here. We can say that. And he doesn't know who is Peron at all. And then he say yes. And I have a great interview for one hour with him. So it doesn't matter if people know who you are or not. What is very important is the approach that you have. Of course, you have to show them that you know who they are. You know what they do. And you have an interest in what they do. And you don't approach them and say, do you want to sell my product? That won't work. But if you do your research, I mean, you contact people and some of them will say no, some of them will never reply. It doesn't matter. You just contact the next one and then you have more people doing partnership. So the same thing when I do a tele you were my guest when I did my 1st telesubmit in 2011. So I decided to do a submit and say, who do I contact? So I wanted 12 women, so I contacted 12 women. So I probably contacted 15 and some of them couldn't be ready at that time. But I had the 12th woman. I did the same thing this year when I did this uh, uh, woman success. So I wanted nine guests. So I contacted different people. Some of them were not uh, available at that time. So, but I find other people. And even if the one were not available today, it doesn't mean that they don't want to work with me. It just it just it just not the right moment. So, which means the next time I have a project. Well, they know that what I do is professional, so which means the next time they, if they're available, then they say yes. So never assume that people will say no to you. Just approach them in a professional way, and then that, that's how you will build the, the partnership.
0: I totally agree. I mean, I've done so many events online, and my very first online event was 2005. And I contacted Jay Berkowitz, the founder of 10 Golden Rules, and Tom Antion, and I could go on and on, Kathleen Gage. These were all just men and women just starting out, but they had already made a name for themselves online. And I just Mm -hmm. found them. And I did exactly what you said. And I think that the key, what you just said, the key is don't worry about whether you know them or not. Um, Try to get over your your lack of confidence and worrying about whether they know you. Um, And just reach out to them. Do your homework, as Beba said. And and that's what I've done. And I've had very few people say no. And again, timing is everything. And in anything you do online. um, I started this entrepreneur show uh, kind of on the fly a month ago. And I've already got a full docket. And it's kind of scary because I don't know if I can even keep up. Because everybody I've approached has said, yes, they'd love to be on the show, which is great. Uh, For me and for them, uh, I think because my whole goal is I love showcasing other people and their and their uh, expertise. Not only do I learn Mm -hmm. from them, but I'm able to interact with some of the greatest uh, Internet marketers and social media leaders in the world. So um, don't be afraid. I see more and more people starting online events today than ever before. And I applaud them because they're doing that because it really isn't you know, you have to have the time, you have to put in the time and the effort, and you have to do everything correctly, it's well worth it, the payoff, I mean, I didn't even realize that, Viva, this is your first uh, time uh, doing a blab, so, you know, I, I'm thrilled to be the person, <laughs> the periscope, I'm, I'm thrilled to be that person, to be the catalyst for that, and, and there's so. so
1: many tools today, like those tools, I mean, it's so easy now, before, when you wanted to do a radio show or something, you needed to have a lot of lot of uh, equipment and very expensive. Now it's so, I mean, from your computer, from everywhere in the world, you can do something. So it's really easy for people to do it. And people, thanks to internet, we can connect globally. So it's easy. I did an interview not a few months ago for somebody in Spain. Uh, I'm doing, I recorded yesterday uh, for tele Me that from a woman who is in Australia. So you know, internet is so great, and that's the reason why you really have to grow your visibility online and offline, but you know, online for globally, and uh, and then that way people contact you. As long as they see that you're professionals, well, they will contact you and they will invite you to the show, or to the or to the events, or whatever they have. That's true.
0: That's true. And once they start hearing your name, it's it seems like you are, like you said, everywhere. Um, you made a great point earlier about networking. And I always tell people, uh, just show up consistently over and over again. And after about a year, people think you've been there forever. It's so true because they think, oh, my gosh, I know who to ask. I see this person all the time everywhere. Um, that's how I ended up writing uh, some of my books was just because I showed mm-hmm. up. You know, and I think that that's half the battle. So let's talk a little bit about um, uh, online events. What are some of the ways companies can use online channels to promote their online events?
1: Well, you know, first of all, social media. That's the first place where they should uh, use it. And as you said before, you know, not everybody likes every platform. Personally, I way prefer Facebook. But I know that it's also very important to be on all the platforms because you never know where people will find you and you never know which platform they like. So I don't like Twitter at all, but I connected my Facebook page with Twitter. So each time I post something on Facebook, I know it's go on Twitter and I don't even have to go on Twitter, but I still get clients from Twitter or people who join my events because they saw it on Twitter. Uh, Same thing with LinkedIn. You have you have, you don't have, I mean, there's so many uh, platforms today. You don't have to be on all of them, but at, at least make sure that you go on the biggest one. So there's four or five biggest ones. So you use those platforms in order to promote your events. And then we use, now we speak at Blab and we, we speak about Periscope. We speak about that. So that's new way in order to promote your events. There's Meetup So uh, I personally, I don't really use it, but that's another way to, Once again, you have to be omnipresent online. We have to see you everywhere. So you have to use all of the platform. And what is very important also is social proof. So the more people will see you and the more people will see that people follow you or comment on what you do, um, that will show that, again, you do something good. So more people will want to uh, follow your events also. And also, in order to grow your visibility, one thing that I recommend all the time is video testimonials. When you, cl- when you work with your clients and you have good results with your clients, and I started doing that um, three years ago. Now pretty much, at least on the French market, each of my testimonials are video testimonials. And that's also helped you bring more people because I can say that I'm the best one. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> but people don't have to believe me. I can mention, and it's true, that most of my clients double or triple their revenue within three months, but people don't have necessary to believe me and say, oh, well, that's what she said because she wants us to buy her program, of course. And then when I do video testimonial, and that's a bigger impact than just a writing testimonial, when you see one person, two, three, 10, 20, 30, at some point when everybody says, yes, I work with Viva and I triple my revenue within three months, then people look at it like, Oh, maybe there's something right here. So the fact that they see people speaking about your services and speaking about you, that's also invite more people and engage more people to follow you, whether you have like you're doing a webinar, whether you're doing a video, you're doing a blog, you're doing a periscope. So it's really the social proof that we'll have, and testimonials are very, very big. And I noticed that not enough people use that today. And personally, the three way that I bring most of the clients in my business, it's social media, mainly Facebook, webinars, and video testimonials. That's what bring people. So of course, if some I do, webinar, the fact that they saw um, testimonials, they saw saw, uh, an, an ad on Facebook, that, they, that what will, will bring me people more on, on webinar. So really, you have to combine all the tools that we have today uh, on Internet, not only social media, but on Internet. And once again, the key is to be omnipresent, but to be omnipresent in a good way. It's not like, oh, I'm tired to see her again. And, <laughs> but really, people say, oh, you know, I can see her everywhere. And each time she says something interesting, and she, each time I learn something, so I want to learn even more. So you have more people who follow you. And that's the reason why you have to be everywhere to Again, you never know when your next clients will come. So use all the platforms.
0: Absolutely, and you made a few great statements. But first of all, I want to welcome everybody who's joined in the last few minutes, and thank you for your applause or props—they call it here—but I call it applause because it's two hands. And I think when two hands go together, there's applause. Oh, that's
1: what I see. I'm giving, giving thank you very much, Emily.
0: Wow. More <laughs> applause! Uh, You know, you said so many important things there. And I want to focus a little bit on video testimonials because I agree with you. People don't use it enough. So tell us exactly what you do. So, for instance, you have an event. uh, If it's if it's not a live event, how do you get people to give you a video testimonial? What 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 platform or tools do you use to do that? Well,
1: as I say, for the last three years, most of my clients are in French or French speaking countries. So obviously I'm not over there so i there's two tools that we can use i recommend skype first um because it's free so for people who don't have the money to invest in anything they can just do skype and that works perfectly personally i use camtasia so that way i can do an a little editing so it's i think it's 600 dollars or something um but i know also that for people who use mac there is a software that is actually 30 or $40 that you can use and you have the two images next to each other, the same way that we are here. Uh, So you can use that. You can use Google Hangout, of course, there's and again. So Google Hangout, it's free. So you don't necessarily need money in order to do that. So even people who start the business, if they have one or two clients and usually what I recommend people when they start and they don't even have clients. So people tell me, yeah, but I don't have testimonials. I don't have clients. So what I recommend is to offer you services to three or four people, but people who are very targeted or people who are your ideal clients, you offer them the services and the payment will be the testimonials. And then you do testimonials. Then you can use those videos on your website. You can use them on social media and that starts your credibility and Skype. It's perfect. I mean, if you in the same city have the person, then of course you can do the video next to each other. But uh, it's not an issue if it's not, they're not in the same city or even in the same country or the same continent.
0: Absolutely. And there's another one you can use is zoom.us. It's a webinar platform, but you can actually use it if you wanted to have a couple people come in and talk about what you do and you're sitting, you're side by side. Uh, it's a little different um, in that you see a screen, and, but, but it'll work. I mean, uh, there are so many ways to do this virtually sure. these days. Um, and so
1: many to do it for uh, free. So it's not an excuse anymore to say, "Well, I can't do it because I don't know the technology," or "I can't do it because it's I don't have the money." Just Skype. It's uh, probably the easiest way. It doesn't cost anything, and you just record it. Actually, I use a Call Not, which is a free software on Skype, so you can record all the conversation, and that's record the audio and the video. So that, what's that called? Call Not C A L L Not N O T E, and, and it's note. free. So that's what the, the the tool that I use, for example, to record all of my session with my clients. So my coaching session that recorded so that way they can listen to it again and it doesn't cost me anything. So to do the interview, I don't use uh, Skype because you know you have the big image and the small image and I prefer to have the two people next to each other. But if you just started, that would be fine. I mean, as long as people see your clients so they see that they're real people because you can have written testimonials but you know, we know that some people like to lie a little bit, and they put like fake testimonials. Wow, there's so many applause there suddenly. I don't know what's happening, but, okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and you. then it's wow. Thank you. La Somebody's Tanya. in love with me, I guess. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, I oh, love her. well, you know what? Stuck, Maybe something.
0: Everybody should be in love with you. You're just amazing. Thank you. So yes. So I'm it, it really- gonna you a few too, because I can't let Latanya give them all to you. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's okay so really, it's not you know, a competition when,
1: when you do the video I mean it's great because people can see your client they see where they come from they see what the situation they were how you help them and of course you ask them different questions and the main question that I ask usually to people is how did you find me why did you decide to work with me what's what the motivation to join my coaching or to join my mastermind what's the result what did we do and how did it works for you with it the, the investment? Um, because I'm not cheap, so <laughs> the, was the investment worth it? And did you, um, it was it difficult to make the decision to invest, did you have the money or did you have to find the money? I have a lot of people who take a loan or put on credit card in order to do it, but they knew that they needed the services. And then I said, Yo, if you have to say something, if you have to recommend the, the program to somebody else, what would you say? So it's like four or five questions and it's really easy, but it's funny because, <clears throat> It's interesting when people hear the conversation that you have with your clients, because I have one client uh, at the beginning of the year. She signed up with me and she told me that she was following me for two years. And she said, I didn't want to work with you because I thought you were coaching already people who are very high in the business. And I said, did I ever say that? I said, no, I, I never say that. She said, no, you never say that. But I had the feeling that was what your coaching was. And then I listened to the testimonials and I realized the people, they were people like me. They were starting the business or they didn't know or they had a business and they didn't know anything about social media, online and everything. And within three months, I see the result that they have. So now I come to you and I'm ready to work with you. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting because sometimes maybe <clears throat> I portrait an image that I'm not sure, uh, but in the conversation with the, with the clients, they, they see really what we do with the client. So that's the reason why it works
0: very well. Yes, and I love the comment that Latanya says. is When people give good value, it's sharing in the love in return. You know, Biba Mm -hmm. is sharing value. Yes, Biba always has lots of great information to share. She's an open book. What I love about her and many of the women that we interview on these shows is that they don't mind giving up their secrets because really they're no secrets. They've just done the work for us. They've actually looked and found uh, the tools and resources that work. I have a Mac, so I use um, Zoom.us, and then I, I screen capture a lot of things with Screencast-O-Matic, which you can also use for for a PC. Um, great, Other great tools. Um, I wrote down Call Note on Skype. I think that that's a valuable resource. And, you know, the thing is that when you, when you share these resources, um, then people – Understand what they're for. I think a lot of times we get all this stuff and we're like, oh my gosh, well, what is Camtasia and how do you use it? You know, I mean, they give great videos so you can learn how to use it, but the fact is, you need someone to tell you it's okay to use it. I think that that's one of the things. And I actually
1: always you know, say that, and even when I was coaching on networking, give without expecting anything in return. So, and then when you don't expect anything in return, that's where you, you, get even more because some people are so scared to say, well, but if I give too much information, if I give too free information, people won't come and buy my services. But they said, that's the opposite. It's because you give a lot of valuable information for free. Then people notice that you're an expert in your area. So they know that when they pay, they get even more. If you don't want to say anything, then why should they work with you? Because they don't even know, you know, if you're good or not.
0: Exactly. That's so, so (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about uh, how does uh, your book start your dream business. So how do you start your dream business, (laughs) the business of your dreams? (laughs) I mean, it sounds like you have pretty much told us a little bit of those secrets, but um, maybe there's a process.
1: I don't. I don't really think there's a process. I think that everything comes with determination that you have. And I'm 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 happy because I learned an ex, an English expression recently because I knew how to say it in French I didn't know how to say it in uh, in in English but it's what you have in your guts what your guts tell you to do so if you have and I don't know if it's a good or bad expression but I learned that because <laughs> somebody told me that and it's really you know. When I started my business, I didn't want to start a business. I I didn't plan to make multiple six figures or something. I just wanted to be able to travel and to come to the United States. That's the only reason. So that was my dream. So other people have probably other dreams. But the thing is, I didn't know how it will start, if it will work, when I will be able to move. But I had this big determination. And I wanted to do something that I like. So what I say to people to have the dream business is really... What do you want to do? What do you like to do? What is your passion? So, of course, not every passion will, will will be profitable. So you have to make sure that whatever is your passion, there's a market for it. So you do some research, but the problem is most of the people, they just start a business overnight, which I did, uh, but it took me a while to get there. Uh, but now we have more, you know, with internet, you can learn more from more other people, you can learn more for coaches, you can learn more from mentors. And it's really what do you like to do and how you can put that as a business, how you can make you, your lifestyle a business and your business a lifestyle, how you can mix both. So it will probably take you a while to see exactly what you want to do. But I always say to people, if you start a business just for the money, just to say, okay, I want to make a lot of money. I know this person. She's doing this this business, and she's making a lot of money, so I'm going to do the same thing. That won't work. If you don't have the passion and it's not in you, that won't work because at the beginning, you will have to work night and day. When I started my business in France, and then I restarted the one in the U.S., I used to work 14, 16 hours a day, seven days a week for more than a year before I even see some results. So if I didn't have the passion inside of me, I would quit long time ago. So first obstacle, I say, okay, that's not working. So I stop. But I just continue and continue because I knew what was the goal, the end goal. So if you don't have the passion or if you don't have a goal, if you don't have the determination, then you will stop immediately. So see what you like to do, see if there's a market in what you do, do the research, start with the research online and offline, make sure that you know who is your ideal clients and then decide how you want to work. Do you want to work from home? Do you want to be able to travel and do whatever you want? Do you want like me to say, I start my business in France, but I know at some point I will move it to the US. So then if I had only local clients, That wouldn't work for me because I would lose the clients when I moved to the U.S. So I built a business because I knew that at the short term, I will move the business. Same thing when I was living in in New York. I always wanted to move to New York, so I did it. And then eight years ago, I came to see a friend for three days in Miami. Never been to Miami or Florida before. And then at the end of the three days, she said, what do you think of Miami? I said, I'm moving. She said, what? And she knew me for like 15 years and she knew that for me, there was not even United States. It was New York, period. And I said, I'm moving with the weather. I mean, it's so cold in New York now, more and more. And now it's... So if I didn't build that business that I can move everywhere, online or working now with Skype and all that kind of things, I couldn't have this business. So... I even grew my lifestyle to coming to Miami, living to where I live, Laos, to have the view on the ocean. And in front of me, I have a golf course and I see flamingo and all. Well, I would never have that if I didn't have the end goal to say, I want to do only what I love and I want to work only with the people that I appreciate. So I think the dream business is really, what do you want to do? But what do you want to do? What do you like to do? But you need to know in advance, what do you want to do? Just say, not say, I start overnight and we'll see what happens. And then first obstacle, you say, oh, that's too complicated. So after three or six months, I don't get any clients. I don't get any money. I go back to find a job. So it's really important to have to know what is your end goal.
0: And you know what? That's another great point because a lot of times well, they say that 90% of new businesses give up the first year. And sometimes it takes longer than that. And my business is for certain, all of my businesses have taken, you know, two, three, four uh, more years. My internet marketing business, because it started part-time, I was doing something else full-time. Probably took seven years before I became well-known in what I do. And now I, like you, I'm sure, And although my business primarily comes from LinkedIn and Twitter, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. yours comes from Facebook. um, uh, I still get contacts from, from Facebook asking, uh, do I do this? Do I do that? And the other thing I've learned is that I only do the things not only that I love, but that I'm really good at. I can do anything. I think we all can if we put our minds to it and we like it enough, but
1: is it what you really just say? It's funny because when I arrived in New York, I saw it. I said, well, you know, this is New York. This is the United States. Everything is big. So in three months, six months, I will be rich and famous. And it <laughs> happened that way. <laughs> but the funny thing is that everybody, when I was doing the event, say, well, you know, Biba, you have to be realistic. It won't happen in three to six months. You need you need two to three years. And I said to everybody, are you kidding me? I don't have the time and I don't have the money to wait for two to three years. But then I did what I had to do. And because, again, I had these goals and this determination, even sometimes it was not always easy. I even something that I don't share very often. But when I did the transition between France and, and New York, I lived in the Bronx for one year. I would never think that one day I would live in the Bronx. Plus I live with three other people. I was 40 something. I never lived with other people. I always lived with my parents when I was young or I had my own place. So I had to do what I had to do. You know, I didn't have the money to have my own space at first. I was having my place and my home in, in France and I still had to pay something. I live in a place where there's roaches, uh, where there's a sixth floor without elevator. So you do what you have to do. But the only reason that I accepted to do that is because I know that at the end, I know what I want. So I can go back for a little, I leave my great place in France and go back to the Bronx, which in France, everybody told me that I was crazy, that they would kill me or something. I said, you don't even know the Bronx, (laughs) why are you talking about? But you know, you accept to do things that you probably normally won't do, but if you have the determination and if you know what you want at the end, you will accept to do that. And then, you know, it took me two, three years exactly, you know, in order to see the difference. And then suddenly you, you see like a swift and you say, what's happening in my business? Suddenly everybody knows who I am. How did that happen? But it's because all the work that you did in the year before.
0: It's never giving Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Let's talk about your other book, the Commun- Connect, Communicate and Convert Without Selling. How do you how, how do you recommend attracting clients without selling?
1: well that that's the new ebook that's coming up uh very soon within one or two weeks i'm just doing the final touch it's really what i teach to clients because i say the problem is people try the big biggest mistakes people try to sell all the time you go to a networking event you have somebody who wants to sell the product you go online people invite you to join them at a the friend or linkedin and then the next message is oh you should buy my product that won't work because Especially now with internet and social media, we receive so many messages, like every day, hundred messages and more. We don't want to hear, and every message is "buy my stuff, buy my stuff." So the, the the formula that I use is connect, communicate, and convert. Because when you you connect online, because that's where you find the people, you communicate in a different way with giving information and valuable valuable information. So people see that. Well, again. <laughs> People <laughs> see that uh, you give a lot and you you give all the good stuff that you can have and then people like who you are They like who you are what you do because they will buy you before they buy your service So your personal branding is very important They like you and then when they like you and then they know that you're professionals Then they will decide to come and work with you So that's why the video testimonials are very interesting also because that's how it brings you people and I invite people to do a conversation. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm doing a, a conversation with people, and the conversation will convert to to a client if it's the right person, if it's the right moment. Not every conversation will end with a client, but that's how I get most of my clients with strategization. Because when people come to that strategization. They already know who I am, what I do, how it works, the result that I have. And they made the decision. They said, that's with the person that I want to work with. So that's how you convert the people because they like who you are. They like what you do. And then they decide to work with you. And then that's what I teach also. When they made the decision to come to you and not trying to sell them anything, they will pay you whatever your price is even if you three times ten times more expensive than other people they want you and nobody else so they're ready to work with you oh maybe they're not ready yet because i have people who come and say i have pe- somebody like like last month she said i want to work with you i went to the bank i already had the loan i don't have to sell ah. anything she arrives she already know what she she wants and you have other people who said Like I had this morning, I started the session with a client who just started with me. We had the session maybe two, three weeks ago. And she said, well, I follow you for the last two years. I'm tired of having a business that it's not working. I see what you do. I see the testimonials again. I see your webinar. I see all that kind of thing. So I'm ready to work with you. But I don't have the money. But I'm going to find the money. And then within so she was supposed to take two, three weeks to find the money, and three days later she came back and she said, I have the money. When can we start?" So when people are ready to ready to work with you, even if it's now or in the future because they have to find the finance eventually, they know that they want to work with you. You don't have to sell them anything. They just saw you, they just saw you everywhere. And that's once again, it's important to be present and omnipresent with good stuff. And then they make decision easier to buy. And so that way you never have to sell and you never have to chess client.
0: That is so true. So let's talk a little bit about some. And you've made a, a, more good points like about pricing. We could probably spend um, so much time just talking about pricing strategy. And our time is almost up. So I'm going to ask you a couple of last questions. And then I'm going to say maybe you could come back and we could talk more more uh, in detail about some of the things you mentioned, like pricing, I think that that's a huge um, concern of people. When do you know, when do you raise your prices? How do you price your prices? You know, you can't, you have to do things, obviously, that are comfortable with you for you and that you feel comfortable doing. I know it took me a long time to raise my prices. And it wasn't that I didn't know the information. I was worried I'd price myself out of the ballpark and that nobody would be able to afford me And them but the funny thing was the moment i raised my prices i got better clients absolutely. so and not that my clients weren't great before it's just that it's hard to grow a business when you're selling small absolutely so you have to think about selling big uh, so actually, we need- that's
1: one of the first thing that i do with my client when they start working with me is to raise the price So very often they work per hour and I say no more per hour. So I I have a lot of clients who sell, you know, 50 or $60 or euro an hour. And I say, now we change and we do packages. And then they say, but if I can't sell at 50, how I can sell at 400? I said, don't worry, I will show you how to do it. And actually I have one of my clients who after just one session, so she stopped the business for two years. So it's not like she started from scratch, but she stopped the business. So you have to restart everything. And then in the first session, we work on our ideal clients and the packages. And then we put like four packages and the the highest one was 2500 uh, euro. Within two weeks, she sold four of them, the highest one, not the small one, but the highest one. So that's where people think that, you know, you put the lower price and you will have more clients. And that's when you with the experience, because I did the same mistake at the beginning. And with the experience, you realize the more higher you are, the more quality you have also with the clients, because they also have more determination because they want to have a return on their investment. But when you know the formula, that will be much easier to raise your price. And you can raise your price overnight, and that works fine. And, you
0: know, uh, when you do, you not only work with better clients, but you find you have more free time.
1: Absolutely. to
0: do Yeah. The real- work on helping them more. You can work with less clients and work with them uh, and work uh, deeper in their funnels and helping them really establish their businesses much better. I totally agree. Uh, So um, then what's one of the did I ask those questions already? Yeah, I did. Okay. So what, <laughs> I, you know, thank you, LaTanya, for the, the wonderful comment you make about asking great questions. Well, I happen to be an, a writer. I love to write. And one of my uh, websites is called We Magazine for Women. It's been online since 2006. thousand has been pe- featured in there a couple of times, as have hunt- probably thousands of women by now. And uh, We Inspire, We Promote, and We Inform is our tagline. And we love to interview women. And that's what we do. A lot of the content is interviewing women. So I spend a lot of time in thinking about questions, um, you know, which is one of the reasons sometimes this can be a little challenging because I try to, even though I have generic questions that I ask everybody, I try to make the questions pertinent mm-hmm. to my guest. So obviously, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that we're getting and it looks like we're really getting to the meat of all of the things that you do. We're we're going all over the place. And thank you all for paying attention and listening and trying to keep up, yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, we I, a lot of information. But again, you know, the more information that you need, people will probably keep some of them. But then they come back to see yes. you and they come back to learn more and they come back to your website. But that's what I like to give a lot of information because I know that that's helped so many people.
0: Well, you know, people hear what they need to hear at the time anyway. So it doesn't really matter if you give too much information. If they take out the things Absolutely. that they need, that's really the most important part of it. So uh, what do you say to people when they tell you that they, that social media is a waste of time? Because I know you're like me. You're on
1: Absolutely. everything. Well, um, I'm, I'm telling them that they're losing a lot of money, that they have to start now. They don't have to start necessarily to be on every platform immediately because that can be overwhelming. But they have to decide which is the platform that works the best for them. And some, we say, some will be Facebook or the Twitter or the LinkedIn or Google+, Plus doesn't matter. But according to your business, decide which one works the best and the one you're more comfortable And then you work with that one for maybe a month or maybe three months. So you get used to it. You know how it works. You get results. And then when you get results, you say, okay, that's really work. So um, you continue. And really you will notice that not only you will have more clients, but then also with social media and internet in general, suddenly your business can become global because you can have clients from all over the world and you stay behind your computer. Well, unless if you sell, you know, a physical product, but especially if you sell services, and I guess a lot of people who follow us today sell services or coaches or field or something like that. So that's really easy to do. And then suddenly you can double, triple your business easily because you're not only going local and people who live around you. So really you have to be on social media. It's not like, you know, at the beginning, a few years ago, when it started, people say, oh, yeah, this is a new things. And within six months, it will disappear. But we are years later and it's still there and more and more. And when you notice also the big brand, the, the big companies, what they do and where they where they they promote, you will notice that they use social media a lot also. So if they are spend, spending a lot of money on social media means it's working so we don't have to spend millions like they do but we have to be there and we have to learn how it works and if you need to take a, a, a to buy a program to learn how to use social media or to work with a coach well then do it because again you will see your return on your investment because you waste your time if you don't know what to do so you can spend the whole day and don't get any result but if you know what to do within 15 minutes a day, as I said, you know, you will don't start with 15 minutes a day. But when you when you know how to do it, you know, at some point it will take you only 15 minutes a day and you will get clients that way. So you definitely need to be on. Uh, no. on social media. Yeah.
0: Another good point. I only spend 15 minutes a day on my own stuff. Now, I spend more on my client stuff because they may have more mm-hmm. needs or different needs. But on my own, I only spend about 15 minutes and uh, uh, Latanya has a great question. But before. Well, let me let me say that she says I have a Facebook group called Good Girls Gone Mm -hmm. Goddess. I really want to engage the fabulous women where they're on topics that connect. Which platform would you choose to engage and have conversations via video, Skype, Google Hangout, or here on Blab? So, people, what do you recommend? Because this this is your first day on Blab. She's a she's a Blab newbie, but not
1: not a (laughs) Blab version. And I already have seven hundred and forty-one applause. So who can ask (laughs) best? Really so, um, <laughs> well, I would say that, you know, it's when you say video, Skype, Google Hangout, it's really what you feel the best when you feel confident. I mean, I know that I'm not technology, so I I don't use Google Hangout either. I do my webinar with GoToWebinar. Uh, and now that I know how to use it, I, I stick to it. Uh, but it's really depends on what you're comfortable. If you're comfortable to, I think Google Hangout, it's... Seems easy, even if I don't use it, but Blab doesn't seem too complicated. So, you know, you have to do something that will be easy also for the person that you want to connect with and if you want to do interview, you know, like that. Well, we had even few issues because my computer didn't want to get into Blab, but other than that, you know, it was not complicated. So really always choose what works best for you and what you like the most. And then you add another, you can start with Skype, and then you can start Periscope also, if you want. That seems to be easy. I never did one, but that seems very easy. So just look around and see what works the best for you. Well,
0: let me, well, let me just say this. If you're, if you're, and I, and I agree uh, totally. If you, um, zoom.us is a great platform if you wanted to have private conversations and have a group setting. We do our masterminds. Uh, Christina Rowe and I have a mastermind called Virtual Business Mastery Mastermind that we do every week. And it's an online, all virtual, and we meet weekly and do a training. We're going to, in fact, be talking about Blab in a couple of weeks. We'll be doing a whole uh, hour of training on Blab and how to use it once we figure it out. No, (laughs) I know. It's just that there are certain little challenges. Um, But I personally now, having used all of them, love Blab. Now, Google Hangouts to me is a little more complicated. It was great when it first came out because it uh, took over where other webinar platforms uh, didn't, and, and the fact that you could integrate it right with video. Um, but you made a great point. I think it has to be what you're comfortable with and what your audience would be comfortable with. So I would say maybe poll a few of the people who participate the most in your good girls gone goddess group and ask them if they've used blab. I will tell you if they haven't, they're probably interested and would like to, and you can certainly Mm -hmm. test all of them. And then, um, see which one works the best in terms of the results once you're finished too, because it isn't just about how it works now, but you have to be able to, you know, get the videos and everything blab gives you the video and the audio when it works. But I've had times when it hasn't sent me, um, uh, yes, zoom allows for private. And the reason I say that is because you have to have the link to get in. So it's zoom.us. So you can have private group coaching private um, classes, uh, private conversations. It's really wonderful. It records it all for you and you can share it. I love Zoom for for our mastermind, but for, for this, for an open forum, I think Blab is probably going to be the way to go for a while until the next, you know, next yeah. bling thing comes along. Um, and the other thing you mentioned was about being comfortable. Um, you know, I tell my clients, go on the channels and get comfortable with them because here's the thing. Everybody is looking for you on these social channels. So if they don't find you, they wonder what's wrong. So for me, I I tell my clients, I'm sorry, if you don't like social media, that's one thing, but your clients probably do. So you need to at least have a Absolutely. presence there. That doesn't mean you've got to spend all your time like I do on Twitter. I'm a Twitter holic, and I want to say a shout out to Roy because Roy is the reason I'm a Twitter holic. Uh, I love Roy Montero. He taught me about Twitter. He told me go run, don't run, don't walk, run and go get your Twitter <laughs> name. And I did exactly what he said. That was when they only had a, didn't even have a million people then, and it took them a, a couple of years to get to a million. And gosh, within um, three four months, Blab is you know I don't know in the, in the six figures, uh, millions, uh, millions and millions of people are on Blab and Periscope. So, you know, you really need to, um, just test them all. I'm not a huge fan of Skype only because I've had, I've had challenges with it, but I've been on programs on Skype and been interviewed and I love it. I don't know. I just, I want the lowest common denominator of technology possible, the easiest way for me to do something. So for me, I'm like you, I'm a I'm not a technophobe, but I'm not I'm certainly not a techno geek either. I, I I know how to use the tools. It's more about yeah, the marketing, And My mastermind is the same
1: as you. It's completely virtual because people are in different countries. And I use Skype because that's easy for people. Also personally I never had problem with Skype, so I love it. And then again I can record it the audio, I can record the video. So you know, sometimes during the strategy during the mastermind, I show them something on this on the screen. So then I can send them the video, and if we're just talking, I just send them the audio. So it's easy for me. That's my comfort level with Skype. Um, and then it's easy. And then for the webinar, personally, I prefer go to webinar, uh, but because I learn on how to do it. And now I'm comfortable with it. So I know that I tested uh, Google Hangout a few times. I never studied Google Hangout, but I was a, um, a guest on Google Hangout. So it seems to be not complicated. But again, my comfort zone is webinar. So I just continue with them. And I have a great service. So I have no reason to go somewhere else. But then for sure, and it's kind of difficult now to keep up with all the things. It's like very It seems like there's a new one all the time. So it's not easy to keep up with everything, but then you know we have to go out of our comfort zone sometime to start exactly. just to do it. Like the same way when we started doing video, we didn't want to do video because we thought it would be too complicated. And I remember it took me more than a year to make the decision to start my first video. I think I did the first one in 2009, but it took me more than a year to say I should do video. I should do video. I should do video. And then one day I did the video. I said, Oh, that's not complicated. So let's do video. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we have to be brave sometimes. So true.
0: You do. You have to be brave. That should be the motto of the entrepreneur show. You must be brave. And Roy made a comment or made a, gave another suggestion called In for private rooms. Easy peasy and no download necessary. Thank you, Roy. Everybody let's check out appear.in. Okay and see, you know, I mean, there's so many tools out there. I think uh, freeteleconference.com now has a video uh, uh, feature that you can try and I don't even remember what we did back in the day, Roy, in 2000. I think I've known Roy since 2005 or six and we had a uh, something before GoToWebinar was even in existence and we were doing these crazy little webinars that it, it were just, I loved it. It was so fun and it was really easy. Um, and then all the other stuff came on board and they started charging a lot of money. So I, I like I like inexpensive when possible if you can get the quality. Absolutely. You need to make sure that you keep the quality. So, um, Viva, I have a couple of last questions because we're almost out of time. I understand you have a tip or resource
1: of the week. Would you please share that with our audience? Um, yeah, actually, I have to remember which one it is. <laughs> I know that I put it... Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, it's really to have a goal for your business and for your life every week. You know, for example, in my in my mastermind, my, my members, they meet every Monday by Skype. And I ask them to share two business goals and one personal for pleasure. Because when you, especially when we are solo entrepreneurs, it's easy to say, oh, I want to do this. But then, you know, we become busy and then we, we don't do it. So when you have a goals, when you write your goals, and then when you mention your goals to other people, you have more chance to realize it. Because, you know, especially if you're in a mastermind, and I know that the reason why you do mastermind also highly, you know, it's very important to share with other people. Because when we are on, our own, it's sometimes difficult to go around our family or members of friends, because if they're not entrepreneurs, they don't understand what we do. So we can't share everything with them but if you are in a mastermind and if you mention your goals every week then you have to do it of course if you don't do it nobody will tell you anything nobody will beat you anything but then at some point you will realize oh i heard for the last three weeks i said i didn't reach my goals but the other people they did it and then i noticed that now they have new clients now they make more money now they have a business that it works very well so it's very important that not only you watch your goals for the week, and don't, I don't, I tell them don't put more than two because other than that they will be overwhelmed, and they won't do it. So decide two right. two goals for your business and one goals for pleasure because it's important to have a balance in your life. And then make sure that you share them with people, or either you in a mastermind or you share them on your Facebook page. You share share them in a group if you're in a in a group. But mention it to people because, first of all, it's one thing to write it; it's a second thing to mention to the world, and then it pushes you in order to do it. So, really, having a goals every month for your business, it's really a booster.
0: Absolutely, you know, it's the minute you say it out loud or write it down; it becomes real the other, that's what, that's the difference between a dream and a goal is that you write it down, it becomes a goal. And then when you share it with other people, they help hold you accountable because I've had people when I've said, okay, I'm going to have this done or this done, whatever. And in our mastermind group, the same thing. We, we have accountability partners. We make sure that You know, we stay on track with people. You know, look, things happen in life. We had one woman, her mother passed away. And so she wasn't in the group for three weeks and she was very far behind and she was feeling really bad. And so we invited her to start over because the thing is that if you start over, you have a different mindset than feeling like when you're behind. And it helped her so much. And I think so she's going to be in our new mastermind. And So I put down the name of the mastermind, Business Mastery Mastermind. And and, um, tell us how to get a hold of you, Biba. What's the best way to connect with the Connection Queen?
1: Well, I actually say recently the Connection Queen is gone because my website used to be theconnectionqueen.com. but since a month now, it's bibapedron.com. And for the U.S. version, you you slash E-N for the U.S. version. So it's bibapedron.com slash E-N uh, for the website. And then the best way to find me is to on Facebook, so you see Biba Perron, you will be you will find my personal page, but my business page is Facebook.com slash Biba Perron Fans with an S. And that's where you will find me. And let me know that Excellent. you are online and uh, let's connect.
0: Well, yes, and so everybody make sure you check out Biba Pedron. If you're French speaking, just go to BibaPadron.com and you'll find her and all her beautiful uh, you've got some amazing resources and tools I've learned again so much from you i just wanted to say thank you very much um oh and then oh and Latanya said to remember to tweet here on the blab then continue a real conversation it may require having another person handle that wife <laughs> you're right actually uh Latanya, usually when i do this i have a program with my with my co-partner uh, co- uh christina and we do a program every tuesday at, at 11 30 and I watch the I run the I run the side part and do the typing and she does the talking and then I interject and it works out really great. And you're right. You do need someone to do that. Um, These are a little more casual conversations. But Biba, you have given so much great information today. I am just thrilled when I can reconnect with women like you and men like Roy, who I've known for literally years and years Mm -hmm. online and um, continue to learn. Uh, please follow Biba. Check out all her th- things. Stalk her on social media, as I like to say. And, and check uh,
1: Facebook too for my new ebook coming soon.
0: And her new ebook coming soon. And also check out goldenmouseaward.com because that's the award that we're presenting in October for women who, uh, we call them our unsung heroes. They may not be everyday, um, um, cele- they're everyday celebrities in their industry, but maybe not in the world. And so our goal is to, Get everybody to know about them. So check out GoldenMouseAward.com. Uh, Biba again was one of our honorees last year, and, and thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be with you today.
1: Thank bye you, bye the, Thank you for the invitation, and thank you everybody for all the applause.
0: Yes, and I'll put that in there. And if anybody wants to put your uh, contact uh, email or I mean websites in the uh, in the chat uh, to save it, that would be great. Biba, thanks again.
1: Thanks very much. See you You're soon. Bye bye.
0: Have a great day. Bye-bye.